You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Take, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking the STB NBA Power Rankings. My newest Power Rankings are out. We're going to be getting into that. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Anchor. We're on pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. And those of you that are uh, really loyal listeners and viewers, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys. You're amazing. This is a lot of fun for me. I hope you're enjoying it. Please comment. Feel free to tweet me. Feel free to go to anchor.fm slash STB Sports Take. Send in your take. It can be featured here on the podcast. Um, also, by the way, please, uh, if you have a TikTok, yes, I have an STB Sports Take TikTok. If you have TikTok, Please go and follow STB Sports Take on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Share this with a friend. I know you've heard me say that before, but please, you loyal listeners, I'm counting on you guys to help me spread the word. Shoot a text to a friend. Share it on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or wherever, TikTok, whatever, wherever you can share it and, and help you know grow this thing with me. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Let's dive in. So interesting thing in life. <clears throat> You got to be really, really careful what you say, what you wish for, but especially things that you say. Like when you, oftentimes people will knock something that they haven't tried, right? Right? Don't knock it till you try it. We all know that phrase. Well, um, Damian Lillard is the latest, uh, it's not his first time doing it, but he's been pretty vocal against these super teams. And just this morning, literally today, just this morning, he had this to say. He posts to his Instagram. It's a full post too, not a story. Uh, it's not a tweet. It's an actual Instagram post. But it just says, my loyalty is my biggest flaw. I'm too solid for this weird-ass era. No cap. My loyalty is my biggest flaw. I'm too solid for this weird-ass era. No cap. He's clearly referring to the Nets and the Lakers building these massive super teams. The Clippers have also kind of got one going. And he said this before, that he'd rather stay in Portland and not win a title than to leave and go win a title somewhere else. Well, Dame, you got to be very, very careful what you say because you might feel that way right now, but what if you go three, four, five more seasons and still don't have a title and your window is basically closed or closing? You might feel differently because there's a guy that you might know. His name's Kevin Durant. And back in 2010, he had this to say. When LeBron James, this is when LeBron James joined the Heat. He put, now everybody, this is on his Twitter, which he hasn't deleted, by the way. I think it's, I guess, I wouldn't delete it either. He, everybody knows he said it. But he put, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers? Question mark. Let's go back to being competitive and going at these people's exclamation point. So Kevin Durant, the now poster child of super teams, the guy that's, uh, you know, my next chapter when he joined the the Warriors and then people turned that into a meme with everything else. He was joining the Patriots and all sorts of stuff. Kevin Durant once felt the exact same way, Dame. So I know that Damian Lillard feels that way now. I don't doubt that he does, but be very, very careful what you say because you don't want it to hinder you from changing your mind. You want to be able to change your mind. Like life is about evolving. It's about growing. It's about improving and it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to grow and, and, and be different. And I'm not saying that's what Damian Lillard needs to do and go join a super team. I'm not saying that Kevin Durant got, you know, grew and became better and whatever by joining a super team. But Kevin Durant, for him, he changed his mind. And guess what? Kevin Durant now has two titles, two finals MVPs, 
and nobody can take that from him. And his legacy is even more cemented as one of the all-time greatest. And if you don't have a title, if you're Charles Barkley, if you're Carl Malone, ask those guys what it means to not have a title. It's a really, really big deal. So Dame's, Dame needs to be careful what he says because now he's he's really put this pressure on himself to never change his mind, to never go join a different team, to never do what it takes to, to win a title, which in today's era, like if you don't have a super team, you got a really, really fat chance at winning a title because there's just super teams everywhere now. It's like there's kind of like five or six teams that really have a shot this year and everybody else like knows they don't have one. And that's kind of how it is every single season. And so Damian Lillard, you know, I respect, you know, his caption, by the way, on that was just respectfully, you know, he's respectfully like I'm too loyal. He might change his mind. Kevin Durant did. LeBron James did. A lot of guys did. And guess what? Like their careers got better because of it. Kevin Durant's still trying to get over the hump of not being just the guy that went and joined the 73 and nine warriors. And, but he, he had the exact same thoughts as Damian Lillard. He changed his mind and that's okay. You know, um, do I agree with it? Not always. Um, I don't love these massive super teams, but at the same time, it's kind of fun to watch the best of the best go at it. And so Damian Lillard, be careful. Speaking of these super teams, by the way, oh, you know what? I had a comparison I wanted to make with that. So I talked about how, you know, don't knock it till you try it, things like that. I used to do a sales job. It was a it was a door-to-door sales job where you could actually make a ton of money. And it was something that was very, very popular to make fun of. Very, very popular to make fun of. But everyone deep down was kind of like, like, I, I wouldn't mind making that kind of money either, you know? Just like Damian Lillard's making fun of it. Like, I'm too loyal for this weird, weird era. Deep down, he's like, I really want to win a title, though. I would love to have that championship ring. I would love to have, like, these teammates who are, like, other stars and were, like, best friends and everyone's making more money, winning more titles, getting more fame and popularity. Like, life would just be better, right? There's no question that he's thinking, like, yeah, that'd be kind of nice deep down. But on the outside, he's like, I'm too weird for this. He's kind of being, you know, stubborn. People were like that with with his sales job. I was like that. For years, for several years, I would get approached. I knew it was a job I could be good at too. And I was just like, nah, that's not for me. I, I, I want my summers. I don't want to go do door to door. Those guys are douchebags, you know, whatever it was. Well, slowly but surely they got me, you know, um, because deep down I was always thinking about it. I was always like, I could do really good at that. I could make a lot of money. I could grow. That could be kind of fun. That could be a good experience. Well, guess what? I eventually changed my mind. I went and did it, which by the way, they got me at a jazz game. They, they offered me free tickets to a jazz game in the suite, took me up there. You know, I'm like 23 years old and they take me up to the jazz game, wine and dine me in the suite. And I remember the guy, you know, the regional manager, he's like this six foot four guy played basketball at UNLV, by the way, nice guy, Danny Brotherson. And he decides he, you know, he sees the potential in me. So he decides he's going to get a ride home with me and my buddy. So six foot four dude that's got, you know, plenty of money, nice car of his own. Let somebody else drive his car home, sits in the back seat to just so he can like continue to recruit me on the drive home. Well, it worked. I, on that drive, I just decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. So I changed my mind. I go on out and go out and sell. I ended up being the number one rep in the whole company. I stayed there for five years. It was a fantastic experience. And I was that guy. I was the Damian Lillard. I was the Kevin Durant being like, oh, why is everybody doing that? Because it was like this, this thing that was just blowing up in the, you know, here in Utah where I live. There were so many people going out and doing it and making money. And some people were failing. Some people were, you know, getting rich. And it was something that was always made fun of by those that didn't do it and always touted and talked up by those that did do it. And it's the same thing with these super teams, I feel like. 
where it's easy to make fun of it when you're on the outside looking in. Kind of if you're if we're being honest, you're a little bit jealous, but you're you don't want to admit that. You'd rather say like oh, I'm better than that. But deep down, you're a teeny bit jealous. It's the same concept here. Then that happens often in life. So be careful what you say. Be careful you don't lock yourself into not being able to change your mind. It's okay to grow. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to evolve. And I think Damian Lillard is the type of player. He he is like a John Stockton, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing level player. And he also doesn't have a title. Does he want to be remembered as that guy who never got a title? Does he want to be remembered as a, a great guy who, who didn't quite get over the hump? Or does he want to be a, a true all-time great? You just can't be a true all-time great without a title unless you are breaking records everywhere. And even then it's like, yeah, but he didn't get a title. You know, Greatest power forward of all time, if he had a title, would probably be Carl Malone. But because he got zero and, and Tim Duncan got five, it's Tim Duncan, hands down. But like actual basketball ability, Carl Malone was right there with Tim Duncan, if not better. But because he didn't get a title, not there. Same thing with Charles Barkley. Same thing with John Stockton. We're going to talk about Magic Johnson, Steph Curry ahead of John Stockton, maybe even Isaiah Thomas for some people, and rightfully so because they all got titles. So Damian Lillard needs to understand that he needs to think, where does he really want to be ultimately in his career? And that doesn't mean he can't win one with Portland. Portland, he could win one with Portland. It's very possible it's just a lot harder in these smaller markets. We know that. My whole point, though, is don't ever paint yourself into a corner where now he's put pressure on himself to not change his mind. Because now when he wants to change his mind, it's going to be that much harder because he's publicly said, this is this is ridiculous. This is a weird era. I'm too loyal. And he's just he would get ridiculed to death if he ever changed his mind. It's better on that kind of thing to just maybe stay quiet, you know, or I guess be prepared to deal with the backlash. But anyway, okay. Speaking of these super teams, right? And because that's what he's all upset about. LaMarcus Aldridge goes to the Nets and Andre Drummond goes to the Lakers and the rich get richer. We talked about this yesterday a little bit um, with Lisa and even before, but Bronny, uh, little LeBron Jr., LeBron's son, he posted, uh, I don't know if it was his Instagram or his Snapchat or what it was. I've got it here on the screen for those on YouTube, but I can't even tell what I'm looking at here. It, it says tweet, but it's like not his tweet. Anyway, it just says all this to stop a 36-year-old man in year 18. And it's a picture of LeBron in a in a beanie just kind of looking straight-faced. And yeah, I mean, is it all to stop him? Not really. LeBron started this. LeBron's got freaking Anthony Davis on his team. They just signed Andre Drummond, who's the better player between him and LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm going to get into that. But is it all to stop LeBron? Kind of. I mean, LeBron still has a losing record in the finals. He's not exactly known for being the most clutch performer ever. Um, is it to stop him? Not really, because he's doing it too. And he's tried to recruit these guys. LeBron wanted Kawhi Leonard. He wanted Paul George. He wanted whoever he could get to be on his team. They just didn't want to play with him. And I think they did want to beat him. I think he is viewed at being the best. And so is it to stop him? Kind of. Is it certainly out of respect for him? A hundred percent. It's because they respect him. I don't think he's feared though. I don't think LeBron James is feared, but just going to, to Bronny's tweet or Snapchat or whatever this is, you got the better player. The Lakers signed the better player. So what does that mean? Is it just to stop Kevin Durant? Because Kevin Durant's won multiple titles and MVPs, finals MVPs. So is it is LeBron doing this to stop Kevin Durant in the Nets any more than or any less than they're doing it to stop him? I don't think so. Of the two guys that just got signed uh, off of waivers, off of free agency because of buyouts, LaMarcus Aldridge and uh, Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond's the better player. 
If we're looking at career resume, then LaMarcus Aldridge is the, is the better player. But LaMarcus Aldridge is 35 years old. Andre Drummond's 27. Who would you rather have? Andre Drummond this year is averaging 17.5 points per game, 13.5 rebounds per game, 1.2 blocks, 1.6 steals. Okay, that's Andre Drummond, age 27. LaMarcus Aldridge, age 35, averaging 13.7 points, four fewer points, 4.5 rebounds, nine fewer rebounds, 0.9 blocks, fewer, 0.4 steals, fewer. He's worse in every major statistical category, and he's eight years older. I'm sorry, we're the, what we're doing right now doesn't really affect, or excuse me, what we're doing right now is different than what they've done for their entire career. Like we're going forward. And so do you want a 35 year old whose numbers are rapidly declining or do you want a 27 year old still in in his prime? I think I'll take the 27 year old. So the Lakers signed the better player. The Lakers got the better deal here in Andre Drummond. He's for sure the better player over uh, a LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge is still a serviceable player. He's still a, a quality guy. He does have the better career. If they were both to retire today, we would say LaMarcus Aldridge had the better career, but they're not retiring today. Andre Drummond is eight years younger. Take him. His numbers are still fantastic. He will be a, a an outstanding third or fourth option on that Laker team. A great guy to have as you've got uh, Anthony Davis dealing with injury. So, I think LaMarcus Aldridge is great, but I think the, the the Lakers actually got the better player of the two. So to me, they got even more strong than the Nets did. Not stronger than the Nets, but they got stronger than themselves. They're, 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 <laughs> uh, how do I say this? Their, their strength went higher than it was than the Nets did, if that makes sense. Anyway, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. So I want to get into the power rankings with all of this. I want to get into the STB Sports Take NBA Power Rankings. A uh, lot's happened in the last week. A lot has happened. Uh, not a ton of shifting at the top, uh, but we are, as usual, going to start at the bottom. At number 10, we have the Miami Heat. Uh, they have actually not been playing that great of late, but they are the defending Eastern Conference champs, and they did just add Victor Oladipo. So to me, you're going to see them surge. They're getting more healthy, and they just added a quality all-star caliber player. I'm going to put them in at number 10, despite a losing record and being at like eighth in the Eastern Conference. Miami Heat at number 10 in the league. Number nine, Denver Nuggets. Biggest reason here is uh, they just added Aaron Gordon. They're already a really good team, and they just added a a really quality player, another big man, uh, athletic younger guy. Denver Nuggets at number nine. Number eight, Dame's Portland Trailblazers. Nurkic is back. McCollum is back. Dame's playing at an MVP level. Mello's playing fantastic off the bench. They just added Norman Powell. Portland Trailblazers at number eight. Number seven, a big fall for the Milwaukee Bucks. They've now lost three straight games. They have a losing record against plus 500 teams. Um, I'm starting to lose some faith in the Bucks. I am. I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith in the Bucks. They're still third in the East, and they still actually have the best point differential in the East, but they're kind of headed in a downward direction, and so that's why I bumped them down. Uh, to number seven this week. Back in the top 10, they probably didn't deserve to be knocked out last week, but they were playing so horrible. They were headed in the wrong direction in every way possible. But back now at number six is the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, They started to win a couple games finally without LeBron and Anthony Davis. Um, They've won just their last two in a row, but they are six and four in their last 10. They are first in the NBA in defensive efficiency 
And most importantly, we just talked about this, they just picked up Andre Drummond. So what does that do? That puts them in an upward trajectory. LeBron's going to come back eventually. We know he is. I firmly believe Anthony Davis will as well. They just added Andre Drummond, uh, another all-star caliber type player. So got to bump them way up from just outside the top 10, which actually last week I'm going to stick by my ranking. They didn't deserve to be in the top 10. This week they do, number six, Lakers. Number five, the Phoenix Suns. Dropped them a couple spots. Um, They didn't do anything to deserve it, really, but I just felt like other teams did more to leapfrog them. Uh, But I've got the Phoenix Suns at number five. They're second in the West with their record. They're third in the NBA. Uh, Best point differential, third best point differential in the NBA. Second best record versus 500 teams, plus 500 teams. The Jazz, of course, number one. Uh, And they've they've just got that Chris Paul effect. The Chris Paul effect is very, very real. He is a winner. He makes others around him better. Everywhere he goes, the winning just becomes contagious. Devin Booker's playing better. DeAndre Ayton's playing better. They just look better all around. The Phoenix Suns do. And the only difference really is Chris Paul. And so I believe in him. I think he's going to get them to the playoffs. And well, obviously he'll get them to the playoffs. We'll see what happens from there because his playoff record is not so great. Um, At number four, the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid is expected back this week, most likely. Even without him in their last 10 games, they're 8-2. and two. They're second in the NBA in defensive efficiency, best record in the East, second best record in the NBA behind only the Jazz. And honestly, I just like Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a great coach. He did great things with the Celtics, great things with the Clippers. I think we'll see him do great things with the 76ers. Got them at number four. The number three, big jump for the LA Clippers. Um, they are on fire right now. They've won six in a row, all against playoff caliber teams. Uh, they have the, they have the second best plus or the second best point differential in the entire NBA. They handled the bucks easily last night without Paul George, without Patrick Beverly, without Rajon Rondo. Not sure why he didn't play by the way. Um, they have the most wins in the NBA by 20 plus points. Um, they're just looking really, really good. So Clippers, and Jazz are on a collision course for something because I've uh, been touting how the Clippers are someone that the Jazz are better than, even though they're viewed as being better than the Jazz. And now, like, they've they've climbed in my mind. The winners of six straight, they're just looking really good. And Kawhi didn't even play that good last night on top of he was like 0 for 6 or something from 3 on top of them missing some of their key guys, and they still won against the Bucks at full strength. So I don't know. We'll see. The Clippers are kind of an anomaly still. At number two, I have the Utah Jazz. A lot of stuff to talk about with the Jazz here. They crushed the Cavs by 39 points last night. 39 points. They have the best record in the NBA at 35-11. and 11. There are three full games ahead of the next best team, which is the 76ers. That's a big gap from first to second. Three full games. They have the most wins and the best winning percentage against plus 500 teams. So they're 19-6. and six. So not only do they have five more wins than the next most, because the next most is 14 wins against plus 500 teams. They have five more, but they also have fewer losses. Obviously, it kind of goes hand in hand. But they have the best win percentage and the most wins because some teams have had an easier schedule, so they haven't played as many games against plus 500 teams. But anyway, they're number one in, in record, number one in record against overall record, number one against uh, plus 500 teams, number one in point differential by quite a bit. Uh, they're plus 9.5. It's nearly three full points better than the next best, um, which I believe is the Clippers. And so they're just number one in so many categories, eight and two in their last 10 winners of six straight. They've won 20 straight at home. They're first in the league in three pointers made They're second in the league in three point percentage. They're third in defensive rating behind just the Lakers and the 76ers. 
there's really nothing that is not looking really, really good for the Jazz, with the exception of Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, he's not played great the last little while. I, I've watched, I watch all the Jazz games. He just hasn't looked himself. He's not shooting well. He's shooting like 32% from the field in his last 10 games, averaging 10 points per game in those games, which is actually like 30% lower than his season output. They're going to need him to step up and be his best self if they're going to make some real damage in the playoffs because when it comes to playoff time, LeBron's going to be back. Anthony Davis is going to be back. Um, the stakes get a lot higher. We saw what the Jazz did last year, kind of laid an egg up 3-1 and then lose that lead to the Nuggets. Like this, Things just shift in the playoffs. I believe in the Jazz to get through the first round. Um, but as where the standings are right now, the Jazz would have to play the freaking Lakers in the second round. I'm sorry, that's a second round exit for the Jazz if LeBron James and Anthony Davis are healthy. Probably even if just Anthony or if just LeBron is healthy, you get LeBron and now with Andre Drummond and the rest of the team that's already there, the Jazz. It, it would be a tough. It would be a good hard fought series, but you might have to give a slight edge to the Lakers. I don't know. I just I'm just thinking of this on the fly. Actually, I don't know who I'd give the edge to, but maybe still the Jazz without Anthony Davis. But but if Anthony Davis is back and LeBron's back, with obviously they're both on track to be back for the playoffs. That's why they're resting so much right now. The Jazz would have no chance in that series. I think they'd lose in six probably. Um, so the Jazz needs something to shift. They need the Lakers and the Clippers to both leapfrog the Suns. And that way the Suns can be down in that four spot because right now the one eight matchup, the Jazz are gonna win. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then after that it goes to the one and then the winner of the four five. <clears throat> and right now the Lakers would be that team. You do not want to play the Lakers in the second round. You don't want to play the Clippers in the second round. I think we can get past the Clippers, but I don't want to face them. I'd much rather face the Suns in the second round. Much, much rather face the Suns in the second round. So the Jazz need the Lakers and the Clippers to win more games. I think you'll see the Clippers continue to win because they're more at full strength. The Lakers, I don't know. They're not, they're not, they don't have their two best players. So there's a good chance the Clippers, um, or excuse me, there's a good chance the Lakers stay in like that four spot, five spot, which is exactly where the Jazz don't want them. Because if they finish fourth or fifth, that's who the Jazz would have to play in the second round. We don't want to play the Lakers in the second round. So the Jazz need something to give, but they're going to need Bogdanovich to be at his top, top performance to get past uh, these upper echelon Western Conference teams. The West is just stacked. Um, okay, so Jazz at number two. At number one, I have the Brooklyn Nets, of course. They just added LaMarcus Aldridge. Kyrie Irving is back from his third vacation of the year with his, all his unlimited PTO the Nets are giving him. Um, played really well last night, actually. Had 27 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Uh, they beat the Timberwolves 112-107. Harden had a triple-double, 38 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. Um, Durant, this is a big deal. This is why the Brooklyn Nets stayed number one. Well, obviously, they just have the best talent. They continue to win even without Durant, but Durant is expected back next week, finally. So not this week, with the, which is what they were hoping for, but by April 7th, they're saying he will be back. Uh, then we'll get to see how this team chemistry evolves. That'll be really interesting to watch. But Brooklyn Nets at number one. So those are the official STB Sports Take NBA Power Rankings. And a couple things. Uh, so dropped from the rankings were the Hawks and the Mavericks. They were numbers 9 and 10 last week, respectively. Dropped both of them. Um, Mavericks maybe could have been there over the Heat. I thought about that, but I looked at the Heat adding Victor Oladipo. And thought, you know what, I just feel like they've got more of a winning franchise going there than the Mavericks do. Um, and then new were the Lakers and the Heat. 
Lakers were not in it last week because they didn't belong, but they start to win a couple games. They add Andre Drummond, get that much closer to AD and LeBron being healthy, put him back in there. Um, and then we just talked about the Heat. So um, monster triple-double last night from Russell Westbrook. I have to talk about that real quick. It was the first ever, so there was no Bradley Beal, by the way. The Wizards were without Bradley Beal. The Wizards are a team that I think should make the playoffs. They're five games out of the of the eight seed, which you only have to be up in like the nine or ten spot to get a play-in game, um, or the the nine spot to get a play-in game. And so they're only a few games out of being, uh, being right there, but they have no Bradley Beal last night, and Russell Westbrook goes off for 35 points, 21 assists, and 14 rebounds. 35, 21, and 14. Just a monster, monster triple-double. Actually, the first ever... 35 point, 35 plus point, 20 plus assist, triple double in NBA history. To get 35 points and 21 assists, are you kidding me? That's like nearly every point that was scored for the Wizards was through him, by him or through him. Monster, monster game. He's second all time in career triple doubles behind only Oscar Robertson. He will likely pass him next season. If this guy could just learn to shoot better, he would be one of the absolute greatest players ever. But he's a little bit of a head case, a little bit of a over-the-top energizer bunny, and he can't shoot. I like Russell Westbrook. I know most people don't. I love the passion that he plays with. Um, to me, he's a lot of fun to watch. He's a freak athlete, he, and he he actually can be a streaky shooter. Like He can hit threes. He hit a few last night, but he's just a bad shooter. And in today's league, like the league is shifting heavily that direction to where you need to be able to shoot. Um and he can't shoot. So if he could just learn to shoot a little bit better, um, he could be an all-time great and do a lot of good for for the Wizards. So I'm actually rooting for Russell Westbrook. I'm rooting for the Wizards. I kind of would like to see them continue to win and and make the playoffs and see what happens there. But we'll see. It's it's looking less and less likely, but still got a shot. Um, okay, one last thing I wanted to touch on. <clears throat> if you were to win the lottery, you would probably not want to give up the money that you won in exchange for a bunch more lottery tickets, would you? I certainly wouldn't. But that's essentially what the Rockets GM is claiming as he doubled and tripled down on having, quote, no regrets whatsoever about the James Harden trade in which he essentially got Kelly Olynyk. okay? He also got some first-round picks and some draft picks, but are you going to trade away your your lottery winnings in exchange for just more lottery tickets to try and win again. You have James Harden. You have one of the top players in the entire league. He's a top five, six player in this in this league. Um, I haven't always thought that, but I think it now the way he's playing with the Nets. You have a top five or six player in this entire league. You should absolutely regret giving him up and getting Kelly Olynyk in return. James Harden kind of forced his hand, and I did a podcast about that, how I don't like how that went down. It left the Rockets screwed. But I kind of wish... That would have been his quote. Instead of saying, like, oh, if I could do it again, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. No, you wouldn't. You got freaking Kelly Olenek for James Harden. You wouldn't do that again. You got a bunch of draft picks. Whoop-de-doo. Do you know how many guys are total busts in the draft? Most of them. The vast majority of them. Yeah, it's not in quite like a lottery ticket. I get it. It's not pure luck. But it's not far off. It's not far off. I mean, you get so many guys that are busts in the NBA draft. So many. Where it's like, you just don't know. It's so hard to gauge talent. Unless you have like the top three picks, you just don't know. And even then, you might freaking draft Sam Bowie ahead of Michael Jordan. You just you might draft Darko Milicic over Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. 
Like you just never know with the draft. And so to pretend like you're stoked about these draft picks you got in exchange for James Harden is ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So I call BS on that. Um, and I wish you would address the real issue, which is my hand was forced. I got forced by a superstar to trade him away. And we got Victor Oladipo. And then you, and then you trade Victor Oladipo away for Kelly, Kelly Olenek. I'm not sure how they did that deal or why they did that deal, but they did. They're trying to give their young guys more minutes. They're trying to rebuild. Uh, they realized that Oladipo wasn't the guy. It wasn't equating to wins. But to pretend like it doesn't totally suck that you went from being one game away from the NBA Finals with James Harden as your leader to now being one of the laughing stocks of the league is a lie. So that's that. Okay, that's it for today. Tomorrow, I had more stuff here, but tomorrow I'm going to talk a little bit about two guys, Steph Curry and Zion Williamson. Who do you, who would you want to build your team around? And something that I, that's with regards to Zion Williamson, and then something that I said about Steph Curry years ago that I'm as much as I love him, I'm starting to think that I was right. So that'll be tomorrow. That is all the time I have for today. Love you guys. I am out. Peace. We got the Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. You're the